Hi everyone. This is Sindhya Balasingh, host of MOV Leaders podcast, where we are celebrating women leaders. Before jumping into the episode three, I would like to remind you all about a famous historic Tamil women leader. She is the first queen who rebelled against Britishers way back in 1780s. She was the only daughter, and she was a great scholar. She was well versed in the martial arts. Her name is Velu Nachiar. She was from the down south of Tamil Nadu, where she was. She is the first queen who rebelled against British on the tax regime. Post her marriage, along with her husband, they did lot of movement against Britishers. Unfortunately, under a conspired situation, her husband got killed by the captain of British. That time, she took a pledge that she will come back, take avenge, and she will also ensure that she gets her territory back. The path she took was rough and hard, and she gathered all the inspiring women out there, and she created a guerrilla squad. She waited for the right time, strike the Britishers, and won the guerrilla war, and captured the territory back. Also killed the captain who was the cause of her husband's death. The story we are bringing into all of you to remind that how brave women are in the genes right from the ancient times. Today also, all the women out there who are Fighting all their professional and personal battles are also queen. Today we are going to meet such a brave leader like Velu Nachiar, who has been already called as Veera Mangai. That means the brave women leader. Same way we are having Nidhi Raj, who is a brave leader I know personally. We have an interesting trivia to share. Um, in our previous tenure, I was heading um, uh, Reddington and she was heading Tech Data, and we were competitors, but we were great friends and we shared lot of insights. So when the Women Leaders podcast got launched, I was thinking about her to host definitely in the show. So without any further delay, I'm bringing in you Nidhi Raj into the show, who is the regional marketing manager for Tata Tele Services, and also she is having 15 plus years of rich experience. She is going to come and share her insights with us. Welcome, Nidhi, to the show. Hi, Hi Nidhi. Sandhya. Hi, everyone. Thank so, you, Nidhi. Thank you for joining us in the show. It was a honor and pleasure to have you on the show, Nidhi. Fifteen plus years is something, uh, you know, really, really great. That too, you are specialized in B two B marketing. So I wanted to listen from you your journey, um, you know, uh, challenges you faced, and uh, um, as a women leader in, uh, uh, you know, uh, marketing. Why marketing? So we wanted to know all this from your side. So let us know your journey from your side. Sure. So first of all, thanks, India, and uh, thanks to the MOV team for inviting me here on this platform. Uh, let me first, you know, give the compliment back to you, India. Uh, as India mentioned, India uh, and I know each other for a few years now, and uh, I have referred to India always as an extremely outward personality and a go-getter, and uh, have always appreciated her passion towards uh, professional growth. So thank you, India, and it's it's a pleasure being here. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so here, uh, I think uh, uh, there there are such great women and uh, out there who have uh, done amazingly well and created an impact in the society and business. I, I I'm actually genuinely honored to be associated with the leaders uh, podcast that uh, that is launched to uh, celebrate women leadership and uh, learn from each other's experiences and help each, you know uplift each other. So. So uh, thanks for inviting me again. Uh, to introduce myself, uh, I am currently part of a regional marketing uh, team at Tarateli Business Services. And I have uh, led B2B marketing for uh, multiple global technology companies for India and Asia Pacific. Uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long journey and uh, which flinches back then you know when i started my career as a as a creative designer with an advertising agency and uh, i guess very early in my career i realized that uh, this is not really what i want to do or would prefer doing for the rest of my life and uh, uh, evaluating the growth chart of the profession back then uh, 
there was there was so much uh, more I wanted to learn and explore uh, in my and it was not very well in alignment with my future goals and vision. So uh, I decided to to uh, have you know pursue further education in business management and my first uh, first professional job in a corporate uh, world was as a marketing executive. So it's it's that day and today and uh, there has been no regrets no looking back each day has been into growing and learning a lot of things so uh, uh I, I strongly believe that marketing is the most versatile and uh, dynamic function in an organization and which which gives an exposure and uh, rather lots of opportunities to uh, uh, you know to learn and build multiple levels of skill like uh, like creativity and uh, problem solving resilience agility and and much more so uh, though my though my career uh, has been like a roller coaster ride and you know finding personal and professional balance i think uh, working with very large organizations like oracle and also with a couple of years in a startup uh, which helped me understand the culture and objective and challenges that are faced by each size of these organizations and lots that have learned over the way uh, and and my my key role throughout the career has been uh, more into uh, brand building uh, channel marketing uh, digital marketing and including you know relationships with vendors and channel partners building sales pipelines through demand generation initiatives and uh, integrated marketing campaigns uh, all supported uh, all designed to support incremental business to the region and uh, I guess I, I would probably want to do mention here that my organizations have won various uh, awards for innovative channel marketing campaigns uh, during my tenure. So that's that's how my journey has been uh, over these 15 plus years and uh, uh, lots of learnings and lots of, uh, uh, you know, I would say learning at each step, learning with everybody that I met in the entire journey has probably, you know, helped me be where I am today. That's great. That's uh, awesome journey, Anidhi. I know a lot about you. In fact, uh, you are a proud owner of a lot of awards. One such uh, favorite award of mine is recent award, I guess. Uh, Top 100 Bright Marketing Minds. Congratulations for that. And I know a lot of awards you're a proud owner of. Uh, talking about awards, I just wanted to um, jump in and ask, uh, ask you a question. In your perception, uh, how how do you see award plays as a role in recognizing women in workplace? And do you see diversity is there uh, in awards for women leaders in recognition? What is your thought on that? Uh, okay, I I believe the objective of these awards is to is to celebrate uh, the the commitment, the courage, okay. and uh, the confidence of you know exceptionally. That, that that the women have brought in uh, uh, into business into into the professional environment and uh, it's basically celebrating their success mm -hmm. and uh, i think uh, uh, definitely this provides recognition within the organization as well as to the community outside so uh, if i talk about marketing uh, it, it rather it, i would put it this way marketing your own self and reputation management becomes very critical aspect of the position and right. these recognitions uh, recognition programs actually provide uh, uh, higher visibility and not just uh, not to not just the leader who receives the award but it influences lot many people a lot many women who actually you know are aspiring uh, to towards their goals or rather helping them work towards their goals and uh, you know when you when you look at other women achievers you you get motivated uh, or rather a lot of women at least i get motivated you know uh, seeing women getting recognized and doing great jobs so uh, in their in their professional careers so i think it's a great platform it is uh, uh, and and the awards are are being uh, you know they're growing they're growing in number they are growing in every industry every field uh, uh those started just with technology uh, awards but they have they've grown across as women leader awards so so i think it's a good platform and it is required to give that the push of motivation for every woman in the industry 
that's great um uh, talking about all these things nidhi um, always there is a perception there are not uh, enough women out there to perform sales and marketing jobs and still there is a heavy perception in india uh, especially that women are not fit to be in sales and marketing i have seen myself lot of my um, uh, you know friends and colleagues telling that you know uh, you should not hire uh, you know a girl for a sales job or a girl for a field job or a traveling job irrespective of these so many debates that i used to have with them that it all depends upon their supportive family the family is supportive there are a lot of uh, women are there who are willing to take up this profession but still they say supply and demand gap and so much of uh, debates are going on so i just uh, you being a, a marketing leader uh, in the industry for the last 15 years i'm sure you would have gone through a lot of challenges you would have seen your fellow colleagues going through a lot of challenges so what are these some top level challenges you see uh, especially for women in sales and marketing today maybe okay so uh let let me start with some numbers i guess uh, you've also been talking about some numbers are like uh saying that say around th- not about more than 39% of uh, the total workforce is women and uh, and i would say the numbers are even uh, or these percentages are even lower when we talk about women in technology and marketing so uh, though, though the fact is that rather academic researches have actually shown very clearly that more diverse the companies uh, are uh, the better the performance and they are able to leverage and harness on uh, collective intelligence our collective intelligence and diverse talents to address the increasingly complex organizational challenges but in spite of the fact i think we have a long way to go we have a lot of work to do and uh, i i would uh, uh, want to you know probably uh, mention here i mean somebody somebody said uh, this once that and i and i strongly ex- have experienced it and believe it or not uh, for a woman it it feels like uh, a duck swimming across the water and you are you're trying to pedal very fast just to make small movements and the moment you you're going to take a break or you're going to slow down staying above water gets even more difficult and and what's even more difficult is actually seeing all other ducks pass by you and move ahead Correct. so uh, so what i would definitely want to bring here is that um, there are two perspectives of uh, of the same thing i mean two equ- uh, sides of the same equation the one side is the woman herself and our vision towards our own uh, you know our goals and our priorities that we want to choose in life and on the other side is the organization culture and the leadership uh, to support diversity in the organization so um, so so women need to have a vision first of all of their own career they need to be competitive they need to have be really tough and and very importantly find ways to make things happen i mean uh, from the personal example just having a ki- having kids and having to manage their lives a spouse a home i guess you like it or not it's it's a full time job in itself and and with all the technology advancements you have to be a student as well all the time and so you have to work really really hard to move up so uh, rather i would also like to highlight so you have critics and supporters when you're in your journey and and majority are critics and it's sad but uh, you have to answer the critics you have to ease their fears and uh, you know which which actually is a grind or uh, i would say feels like a world on your shoulders at times so though i mean also rather i would say that there's a there's a presumption that you know um uh, women will not be able to withstand pressures and they will break down so that makes it even more important and you know the necessity to really be very strong confident and believe in yourself that you know and be in control basically that you know that you can do it and you have to be there and though the organizations are revolutionizing i mean they are revolutionizing their work culture and you know by promoting policies uh, designed to empower women uh, leaders women employees uh, but i guess yeah there is work to do and uh, 
Um, I, I would say that I wouldn't be the right person to really speak much about this on the from the top of the pyramid leadership because uh, I as I am in the journey too and I'm working hard to create an impact and learn from other amazing uh, CMOs and marketing leaders and women in market in marketing and uh, when, when we talk about marketing I would also like to you know highlight that uh, in in the marketing function itself, there are various industries where, where the percentages of women are even lower, uh, like uh, the manufacturing industry, wholesale, financial services. I think uh, uh, these industries have not been able to uh, even follow the basic requirement for women and in, in, uh, you know diversity in the organization. And uh, though though there are various studies, like there's an HBR report, the Harvard Business Review report, which says uh, very clearly states that in this function of sales and marketing, women outperform this function. And for the only uh, fact that they use skills like uh, uh, connecting, uh, collaborating, and probably uh, shaping solutions uh, you know, for the customers, uh, from the customer's perspective and their requirements. So, so it's proven time and again that, you know, diversity in the organization helps organizations perform better. Now the challenge is how do we bring this change? And uh, to, I don't know, to quote from uh, my, my real time, real life examples, I would, I would mention that, uh, uh, I have led a team, an amazingly performing team of uh, uh, wherein majority of my team members have been uh, women. And, uh, and, and I think it was an amazing uh, journey with them. And, uh, you know, we were able to bring the marketing function from a support function to a revenue contributor. And uh, there's, there's amazing talent out there is what I believe. And uh, along with that, there's a lot of intent to grow. In, in the millennial women, in, in the women who are entering the organizations. And as they move up, they really want to pursue uh, the profession. They, they want to have a career and grow in the career. So that's, that's good. Um, also, uh, I think uh, citing examples uh, from my peer uh, uh, you know, women uh, that I work, have worked with, I think uh, they also simultaneously talk about some regrets. Uh, with regrets, I mean probably uh, those who those who leave uh, their jobs and uh, you know uh, to be with their children, they regret doing that once the children move out. And uh, for some of them who who have been in leadership positions and who are in leadership positions, they regret saying that they were probably you know not always there for their children when they they were growing up. So. Yeah. It's it's the it's a balance. It is it is what you have to choose, and what are your priorities? And uh, I just want to say one thing here that, and this is completely personal. And how much ever you do, and how I mean, you will never be able to achieve everything. So it's okay at times to just slow down the pace and uh, you know change gears as per the requirement and your priorities, but never lose hope, never give up. And the way you say, just keep the, just don't drop the ball, keep going. Correct. Correct. Very true. Um, as you rightly pointed out, um, the major challenge is for those who, um, those who decide to spend some time with family and come back to work. So they like today, uh, are they welcomed in the workplace is a question. So it's a tough choice anybody makes. We would have, I made a tough choice by coming back to work on 86th day of my delivery. And somebody would have made a tough choice of being there with the kid for three years and come back to work or four years and come back to work. Um, I think in the workplace, uh, how much, uh, Angelica was, um, uh, the previous guest was mentioning, when she came back from maternity leave, uh, she has been demoted from the manager position, it's like. Assuming that she will not be able to be a manager because she's having kid to take care. So there are certain perceptions like that and women, those who want to come back to work are having numerous challenges. So what is your view on that, Nidhi? Uh, how supportive you think India uh, versus global generally on this kind of situation in your um, experience? How do you see that? Okay. Um, I think... Uh... 
women surely are at disadvantage and uh, while re-entering the corporate uh, workplace i mean it is it is uh, not just my experience but i've seen across uh, for my peers as well and uh, uh, but i guess a lot depends on uh, the duration of the break basically so the higher the break the lower the confidence level of the of the woman uh, to get back to work and simultaneously uh, you know acceptance of the organization to hire them uh, drops drastically so that really matters uh, and the way you mentioned i mean it, i mean it's amazing and incredible the you resuming work in a few days time because i took a, i took a break and uh, just because of changes in priorities i want to spend time with my son and see see him grow up so uh, uh, this is this is uh, very significantly applicable you know for marketing function also wherein uh, you know the function is very evolving and very innovating and uh, uh, with technology taking the front seat i think uh, uh, marketing has come a long way and uh, from simply being a brand awareness or a you know creative function to a customer oriented uh, science so i remember back then uh, you know was there was a time when uh, when social media marketing was was just about to launch about launched in india and uh, uh, that was a new in thing and the set of skills required for me to get back to work had completely changed i was devastated i mean i really felt i was lost in the corporate world and i really didn't know whether i will be able to ever go back and it needs a lot of strength no doubt and it needs a you need to you know work towards yourself you know prepare yourself as if it is a new new beginning altogether and right. even, even this the support system like i i have a nuclear family and uh, in that case you know the challenges where uh, uh, the caretakers are not well educated to uh, to know exactly how to manage your small pieces of art at home while you go to work so uh, hence to rely on them completely is a big issue and uh, this may sound very trivial but getting your whole self to work is only possible if you have some peace with your responsibilities at home so uh, i think i it, it also matters on uh, the uh, the organization culture there the large organizations have still adopted it adopted the culture to some extent but uh, if i put it generally it, it is it is a challenge and it is extremely important for uh, to have a supportive boss to have supportive colleagues uh, the team members and also also the culture so if, if all of these are in alignment and you have the support system in office where your boss understands where your where your uh, team su supports you and fills up for you when you have an emergency back home i think that's very important you are absolutely uh, right on your point and at the end uh, it had a lot of personal connect and i'm sure you will be inspiring lot who are taking career break and know that when they come back they can also become somebody like nithi so the overall thing is you should not lose confidence on yourself there are in freshworks in fact we have uh, programs like bring back women from career break it's a special program which got launched i was very uh, you know very moved uh, by that in fact and i have seen couple of uh, Uh, women colleagues who uh, brought in back to the work especially in the sales development representative role it's a very dynamic role in fact right i have seen people who have taken 3 to 5 years break coming back and joining as uh, sales development representatives so um, there are That's organizations it, it's i i really wanted to tell this to inspire other organizations also to do that in fact she is performing really really well because we have that knowledge you have to understand we had a break and we wanted to come back means how much desire and uh, strength we will be having and how much more uh, you know involvement we will put how much we wanted to have uh, have to catch up so just believe it on us is what uh, we wanted to bring thank you nidhi for uh, bringing that inspirational uh, story of yours i'm sure many women out there will be inspired and many organization will also get inspired to hire them back because without doing that you are missing great leaders like her that's what i would uh, Uh, you know submit to the whole world out there um as a as you rightly said we both are growing in this workplace and we are not the one who are making policies or uh, this thing but we will have a vision like one time when we come these are some things i will take already whatever as you rightly said whatever i could do in my team 70% are uh, women uh, women team and most of us are married 
and uh, we are balancing the life and we are one of the uh, top performing team uh, in freshworks so um, i'm experimenting to a smaller level but when we move up to the uh, position where uh, we can make uh, a vision for women leaders what would be that according to you what would be the ideal workplace for women in your vision okay um so i i don't think uh, like we are you know policy makers but i would try and attempt okay. this uh, so uh, an organization culture definitely as we spoke is is very important to shape a woman leaders and the way you have rightly quoted and you know your team experience and my team experience i think uh, uh, there is a, a lot of motivation in women to to come back to work um, those who do and i would say that you know people sh women should not but should not stop they should they should come back and uh, you know should pursue their dreams and you know their goals in life so uh, so once they are back i think the organization pay plays a very important role to first bring them back and then you know nurture them and support them and uh, basically okay let me let me break it this way there i believe uh, though the pace may be slow uh, but everybody needs to come back to work and not just large organizations even uh, the, uh, the organizations across so i have seen large enterprises have their the diversity diversity and inclusion policies and uh, women uh, bringing back to uh, coming back to office uh, but that isn't applicable for all organizations i mean every organization actually needs to define uh, stringent policies first of all and right. uh, to increase the uh, leadership and uh, you know employee commitment to more, more towards the diversion and uh, diversity and inclusion policies like i would say uh, uh, various leave policies and uh, that we have specifically for women and flexi working hours and uh, uh, prevention of harassment so we do see all of this uh, most of this in the enterprise environment but it's not across and when i look at the larger picture and then i mean completely talking about india as a country and uh, Uh, the small and medium enterprises may not even have a policy for diversity and inclusion so uh keeping a watch on you know on that and getting parity in work uh parity in promotions and uh, how do you change behaviors in the in the company and and this is a real challenge like you right. you can do all the trainings of diversity and inclusion but is that bringing the change in the behavior while at work while you're sitting in a meeting with with female colleagues does that learning of diversity and inclusion training does actually apply does that bring the change so i think uh, that's important and not just making the policies how to get those policies work for you work. and how how the reinforcement needs to be done time and again uh, let me bring another angle to it like i think that uh, uh, it's it's very interest it's been very interesting uh, few months for everybody in uh, you know during pandemic and uh, from the from the professional and uh, you know perspective when you're working from home and especially when you are a marketer and every everywhere in the technology industry uh, it's it's work, work work from home like most of us have worked from home for for more than 10 months now so uh, people are now digitally collaborating with their external networks and uh, with this hybrid culture i think it has been it hasn't uh, given an opportunity to women leaders to be more close to their family is what i feel and this hybrid work culture is there to stay which provides the flexibility and should help in a better work life balance henceforth is i'm is what i'm hoping yeah i i'm uh, absolutely uh, uh, uh in a second uh, thing with you uh, nidhi uh, this new normal i'm sure that people will be allowed to mix a hybrid work from home and office culture will be there and the balance will be much much better i think the world is experiencing that and adapting to the new normal and i'm sure this will help lot of uh, women colleagues out there so uh, that's what even i think uh, this thing and one more uh, as you rightly said the leave policy um, in even in government organizations now uh, they are bringing in a leave policy like women uh, will have menstruational uh, cycle problem it's not nature it's nothing to hide or uh, feel bad about it or what and every month um, a lot of organizations they are allowing you to take one or two days break uh, during that time it is completely fine it's like 
uh, one of the day policy that is something if uh, i can make it as a rule i will definitely do it because it should not uh, people should not feel i have seen uh, female colleagues struggling to say i am not well and a male manager will ask like uh, what happened uh, you know and they will be struggling to say i'll always wonder it's a nature right and it, it happens it is okay for uh, switch off for one or two days and you can uh, still continue and uh, freshworks even having uh one thing i like like about freshworks is uh, as you rightly said making policy is different and uh, getting people adapt to it is very important and we have rigorous trainings uh, on diversity and how to treat female colleagues how to avoid gender bias even uh, you know subconsciously and a lot of role plays uh, this uh, i personally have attended a lot of sessions and it's inspiring uh, i think companies are catching up but it is 10% of the world and i'm sure that soon uh, in the down the line uh, people will understand the importance of diversity and productivity lot of research is going on as nidhi said and i'm sure the place will be better for uh, women so uh, nidhi um, before yeah going on i i agree with you uh, sindhya i think uh, even in my previous organization i think uh, i i was a person a point of contact or i would say a representative of the diversity inclusion team Uh, representing india and the kind of initiatives uh, we we take while uh, we make sure that the trainings are become mandate and it is not just for women it is for the entire workforce it is uh, how uh, you know a, a lot of initiatives that keep happening but the whole challenge that i see personally the way you mentioned role play and uh, that's that's a great suggestion uh, yeah. for the organization because because uh, you you know it's actually uh, what happens actually on the floor and is is the the training being carried forward in your in in and bringing a change to the culture uh, that's really really important and uh, i i would say organizations are doing uh, are taking some organizations taking baby steps and some organizations are actually doing a great job like if uh, if i can talk about uh, the uh, the kind of organization that i work if i talk about tata i think uh, amazing programs uh, are run for women empowerment for supporting women for um, not just internally but a lot of initiatives externally are, are also being done uh, by the by the uh, entity and uh, it's amazing and very inspiring if you know if i i can i can talk for us on that so so <laughs> you know it's it's great to have to rather work with an organization who actually believes in women empowerment correct exactly so we are lucky uh, to have that environment i'm sure uh, all the women out there will soon uh, get those environment this is the first step uh, towards that uh, so um, nidhi any women leader in the industry you follow uh, i like leela shrinivasan from survey monkey kiran masunda so anybody one or two whom you uh, like and follow okay uh, i if if i put the inspirational thing uh, in the in the in the discussion i think i believe uh, everybody you come across uh, or interact in your journey uh, inspires you in some way or the other right. and uh, be it your seniors your uh, your colleagues your uh, team members family uh, your your parents my mom my mom is a is a very she's a very strong mother and uh, she's been her professional herself so uh, i think ev- the inspiration is around you it's yeah. how you how you learn from you know every person you meet so uh, yeah but but if i have to refer somebody back in the industry i keep listening to a lot of conversations uh, of women leaders and my personal favorite would be uh, indra nuri and uh, and sheryl uh, sandberg and and the reason being they basically always talk about you know giving women an insight uh, to stand for themselves and uh, and never never underestimate their abilities so which listening to them has always inspired me uh, and is probably at times you know uh, an anti depressant uh, uh, you okay. know time that you spend when you listen to these guys and you just get pepped up again and see that how they are doing a great job and how, what can you know what what are your takeaways from their conversations so this so that's how these women are i mean it's amazing to get inspired with them absolutely them. stand up for ourselves is something that all of us need to do and uh, these women leaders inspire to do that and you are also one such inspiration nidhi uh being a b2b uh, marketer i am sure uh, you know you will have your own challenges of uh, 
designing a campaign or sometimes onboarding uh, the customer to your specific product or explaining a complex product uh, solutions and so on. I personally believe video is a good tool uh, to um, bring these use cases to the um, audience uh, in a right medium. So what is your view on that, uh, Nidhi? How video as a tool is helping you uh, in your campaigns or uh, explaining your product uh, features, training, whatever it is. Uh, let me let, let us learn from you. OK. Uh, I think uh, customers don't uh, just want to read anymore. I mean, or rather, very few customers are actually, you know, want to absorb content through reading. And they want content in an audiovisual format, and they want content in the form of videos, and that's how we have been evolving. We are evolving now, and uh, video popularity has uh, has uh, exploded, I would say, in recent years. And with the with the pandemic, it has now become a critical critical channel of marketing. And uh, so, apart from all the digital communications, I think video is something which is growing at a much faster pace. The video consumption is growing at much faster pace than any other media. And there are, there are piles of stats which uh, and studies which talk about you know uh, how the web consumption has increased and uh, how much people are uh, now embracing uh, video as a channel as as a tool. And the I think the only uh, in one sentence, if I have to summarize how it creates an impact, I think it is uh, it's more interactive. It is it is not just reading and visualizing uh, and, and, and aligning your challenges with the with the product or the solution that is offered. It is more of uh, uh, having a connect. When you have videos with human elements, you can actually summarize the entire communication in a minute's time or in a few seconds actually and uh, that's amazing otherwise you we would need uh, say pages of or rather sheets of powerpoint presentations to convince a, a, a salesperson i mean a, a customer by a salesperson or uh, talk about the product and its features and you know how it is the best fit for the customer and a video is something which does that job in a, in a few seconds so i think it's it's an amazing uh, tool and it's amazing channel so i would definitely want to uh, show a couple of uh, videos which i think uh, have done a great job and 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 uh, is cre are creating an impact and basically um, the the objective of what the video was made has has been out for the customer for the for grab so if you can show us a, a video that uh, we just spoke about that we let's let's it's a new era for technology one that requires a new type of partner a partner with depth with knowledge with perspective. Our global workforce of more than 14,000 unique perspectives offers the expertise necessary to deliver an unrivaled portfolio of end-to-end -end solutions and services. Moving businesses forward and ushering in a new era of technology. At TechData, this is our mission. Guiding our partners by illuminating opportunities in the IT channel. We're creative and strategic. We have deep expertise and specialized intelligence. We're proactive and bold, steady, yet agile. Delivering the most comprehensive portfolio of endpoint specialized and advanced solutions in the industry. We're solving for the simple and the complex. Each of us understands the profound impact technology has on the way we live, connect, grow, and advance. And together, we enable you to navigate the ever-changing landscape, achieving more, and connecting the world with the power of technology. What you just saw, I mean, uh, it, it's just a showreel of our corporate video of the organization I previously worked with. And uh, this video has created an impact across our customers and channel partners. So I think it is a summarization of what we do, what value proposition we want to bring to our customers, and uh, which otherwise requires a, a whole, whole lot of you know content which uh, to present to the customers. We use this. Uh, so once we this was created, we use this. Uh, we have used this video for 
all our marketing initiatives, whether it be it events or be it, uh, you know, any platform which talks about uh, talks to our customers. This is the first thing we showcase. And the, the only reason for doing uh, this is a, giving a glimpse of exactly what we do and what we bring to the table in just a minute. So I think it's an amazing platform and I and, and there are more such videos and I can I can talk about, uh, you know, which are inspiring and uh, which create which have a storyline to talk to the customers. So uh, do you, would you mind showing one more? Yeah, we can. Uh, video yeah so i think um, this video is it's, it's really an inspiration for me has been an inspiration for me since since this is uh, you know created and uh, uh, it see the, the the previous year has been very challenging for a lot of people and uh, how there are how the companies how some companies have actually stood ahead and did their job really well or and you know or taken a, an, an additional step to make sure even even in spite of the fact that the team are are themselves going through challenges how they have dedicated themselves you know to work for the organization help their customers i think uh, it is amazing to talk about a story uh, of achievement like the way we have uh, you know covid leaders being recognized and covid you know all those who have taken additional uh, effort made additional efforts to uh, help their uh, customers and team i think uh, such such kind of videos inspire and in short also talk about their journey towards the and their social responsibility as well towards the society and uh, so that, that's all I think uh, as a platform, as a channel, it is there to grow. And that is how the consumption is going to be. Uh, I mean, at least figures to 2025 uh, do talk about it till uh, something new comes in, in the digital marketing world. Correct. Very true. Very true, Nidhi. Uh, since you are uh, talking about, we are, we are talking about B2B marketing. Uh, one final question on that. Uh, what is the one thing you think, um, B2B marketers today are missing to concentrate, but which is very important according to you? Um, I really don't uh, think that there is uh, there's really something that they're missing on because uh, uh, as, a, as a function and uh, with the involvement of technology into marketing, each day there is something that we are learning. And uh, rather, Previously, we were the, the whole marketing function was just uh, working from the brand perspective, was just talking about their products and solutions. And now the whole perspective has changed and technology has got that change in the perspective. But we think about the customer first. And uh, uh, I really don't know whether that is missing, but I would definitely say that the marketers are trying and evolving uh, and looking at the, the, the customer's challenges first and then position their solutions, which is in alignment to the challenges. And 
and and that's really working uh, there there is there are a lot of uh, tools and uh, you know uh, applications that are available to actually help you capture customers intent customers uh, challenges and and then position the right set of uh, product and solutions which are where the customers are really you know are looking for and they do not do not have to work an extra walk an extra mile to uh, to get get the solution so uh, to the challenges so i think uh, uh, the role of marketing has evolved uh, uh, specifically uh, post pandemic during pandemic and and uh, there is a lot of uh, um, i mean i think uh, there is a lot in their hands that they can do there is a lot that they can do in terms of uh, bridging the gap between the sales and the customer and because they uh, have all the intelligence and analytics to understand what the customer needs and uh, so that's how it is evolving so uh, yeah that's that's a great uh, insight uh, nidhi thank you uh, for all the insights so before winding up the show couple of light hearted questions um okay uh, imagine uh, you get a superpower um which you wanted to use <laughs> to make um uh, you know a life easier for women in the workplace so what would be uh, what would be the superpower you will wish for okay that's difficult um i think it can be silly yeah sorry it can be silly anything it can be <laughs> no i think um, i really don't know i think uh, organizations are developing programs for women leadership i think i would just want to want to try and you know increase the pace at which they are trying to bring in this change i think that's important because it's all there in the books yes it's the all proven that you know how diversity is helping so how do we then bring that change in the organization at a very fast pace so that there are more women at the leadership level there are more empowered i think that's the only thing that is now we are all working to very yeah. important so the one thing um, if you want to go back uh, you get a chance to go back and uh, change any of your act or a decision professionally which you have taken already it can be a good or it can be a difficult situation which you think that i could have done different if get a chance uh, i will go and change what would be that uh i i really don't think that you know uh i want to change anything because i if if you ask me i i have been extremely i mean the rather life has been extremely kind on me and uh, i do not have regrets uh the only uh, the only thing i could talk about is uh i had to slow down my pace uh, a little bit uh, you know where i had to focus and and again that was a priority that was a priority and that was what i wanted to do then that focus more on uh, you know seeing my child grow and uh, slow down on the professional career uh, professional front and i think uh, i wouldn't want to change that and uh, that's what i decided upon and no regrets because i have seen my son grow manage my family well and you know uh, slow down my career and come back again uh, you know with the focus so i really don't think there's anything i want to change uh, because i'm pretty glad the way i have managed things and uh, i'm I, i have achieved what i wanted to when i wanted to so i wouldn't say that uh, you know it is it is it is planned and and i have planned it my way so it's okay that's a great thing right you should not regret and uh, you really don't want to change what happened whatever comes uh, you need to embrace maybe that is uh, why um, we are becoming even more stronger that's a very good thing nidhi so uh, on a lighter this thing one day of free time you get you don't need to do anything what will you do you don't have any professional work you don't have any stress you don't have to do things to match that one invisible day for you you can do whatever you wanted to do what will you do has that ever been possible i wonder that's what no it's it's a hypothetical question <laughs> everything is hypothetical no so yeah i mean i i do take breaks i do i'm an avid traveler so and a backpacker so i think uh, uh 
probably two things I would uh, you know would wish to do in a in a day where I have just no responsibilities and I'm off for work. Uh, either I would you know just uh, pick up my backpack and go for some trekking, or or probably I'm a biker as well, so I would just pick up my bike and go for a long ride. I think those are those uh, the days when you know we just want to feel fresh air and uh, uh, just take a break and you compose yourself, come back to work the next day again. So yeah, that, that's that's what this what nice, I would do. Uh, I know nice uh, pastime to do, right? Uh, maybe next time I will not ride bike. I can come with you. <laughs> that is something I can. <laughs> okay. yeah. Thank you, Nidhi. Uh, we are coming to the end of the show. Thanks a lot. I know it is uh, last quarter for you and uh, how busy you were. But when we uh, told about this initiative, you didn't had second thoughts. You immediately agreed uh, to come and share your inspirational uh, story, thoughts, insights, and many more with us. Thank you once again. Before winding up, uh, how much you enjoyed uh, being in Leaders uh, Show? Uh, I just wanted to take your feedback. Okay, so I think this was this was absolutely amazing, Cynthia. And uh, I'm extremely proud and extremely glad to be a part of the of the Leader Series because uh, it I truly believe in what you're doing. And, and it's a great initiative towards uh, uh, celebrating women leaders and learning from each other's experiences. And uh, I'm, I'm sure this platform is going to be one of its kind and uh, to inspire women. So so I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to rather listening to some great achievers and uh, and looking forward to more episodes from you uh, to invite more more, you know, senior leaders in from the industry so that we learn from their experiences as well. And uh, yeah, I think it's gone a long way. And uh, once again, uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's, it's thank been you, a pleasure. Thank you. thank you. Thanks a lot, Nidhi. So this is Sindhya Balasingh before uh, meeting you with episode three with another inspiring guest. See you soon. Signing off.